<laughs> Welcome to Tea and Tarot. I'm your host, Kate, and this is Jordan. Today I'm drinking the I Speak Tea. I'm hung up on the red clover and the eucalyptus and the lemon balm. I need uh, that. That sounds so delicious. Yes, it is. And it's the throat chakra blend. So, what better time to drink it than on a podcast? Amen. What are you drinking? I am just drinking a little pink lady. Oh. I was just like, you know what? I want something. It's just, it's so like light and floral. So it's really sunny and bright outside. And I was out gardening this morning. Well, not really gardening, but fussing with my plants. And I was like, oh, this is such like a summer vibe. So first of all, that is gardening. Secondly, (laughs) it's funny. It's so sunny there. It's so rainy here today. Is it really? I have finally escaped the rain. Oh, I'm finally have it. But we have termites in our backyard (gasps) no Mm -mm. okay so the first encounter i was outside sitting by the trampoline spraying the kids on with the hose while they were on the trampoline so like in front of me was real muddy right which is fine that's whatever we don't care well all of a sudden all of these bugs were flying like right around my face and I thought that maybe it was like a gaggle of gnats or whatever, because they travel in packs. Yeah, yeah. Well, no. First of all, they were bigger than gnats, which was alarming. And secondly, I looked at the ground and it it looked like the ground was moving. That's how oh, many no. bugs were coming out of the freaking ground. That's terrifying. Oh, oh. <laughs> I would not be okay after that. Uh, so I've been like so paranoid, like checking the sides of the house for their mud tunnels because I don't want them to get into the house. And then yesterday it rained, bitch. I looked outside and it was just a plague of termites. No. <clears throat> yeah, flying everywhere. That's and horrifying. So they're not gone. They're not gone yet. Oh, well, bless you for dealing with that. That sounds like my worst nightmare and something I'm 100% not equipped to handle. I don't know why, but our house has been a zoo lately. Last night, there was a baby possum underneath the chair outside. It sounds like you live like in the middle of a forest when in fact you do not. Yeah. It also sounds like I don't cut my grass, but it's mowed. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. That's just (sighs) mother nature calling. Uh, Can you pick cuter? Well, first of all, the possum can stay. It was so freaking cute. His little baby uh, he was hissing at my dog. So his little baby mouth was open. <laughs> That's so hilarious. It made my whole night. I made my son get out of bed. She's come look. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. Oh, yeah. But yeah, please send cuter animals. <laughs> I can't take any more termites, snakes, or spiders. Oh, I'm right there with you on that. They're all brown. It was a brown snake, brown recluse, and then termites are kind of brown. Interesting. Huh. Okay. What's new with you? Nothing, actually. I just got back from Colorado. It was beautiful. Beautiful. 
Where did you go? So we went up to Santa Fe first. We spent a night in Santa Fe and that was fun. We went and checked out the downtown area and um, we went out to a casino and I uh, won $20. So big spender, big winner. You must have that money magnet with you. (laughs) Not enough. I definitely should have like bathed poor. But we went from there up to uh, Colorado Springs in Manitou Springs. We stayed in the cutest little Airbnb. It was right in the mountains and it was incredible. We went up to Pikes Peak, um, 14,000 feet in the air. There was snow on the ground. It was just bananas to a Texas girl who was honestly escaping like 108 degree heat wave. Yeah, right. It was, I mean, it was great. Um, we did a lot of outside stuff and just it rained really hard our last night there. And it just like the whole area smelled like rain-drenched pine. Oh. Was it so cleansing? It It was. If I could just bottle that up and bring it with me everywhere. mm. This is the moment. This is one of the moments where I'm like, man, I'm so grateful for my gifts because as you were explaining that, I could just like see it and feel it. And oh, it's so beautiful. It was fantastic. And my parents had a great time. Everyone got to relax. We got to see some really beautiful sights. I cannot recommend Colorado Springs, Manatee Springs, that area enough. It was such a good time. How were the stars? It was pretty much cloudy every day, so I didn't get lucky on stargazing this time. Everything else, though, is chef's kiss. Yeah, it was fantastic. (laughs) Okay, do you want to get into stories? Yes, yes. I'm excited for this week. We've got some exciting stuff happening. Yes, so we have our very first listener email. Yes. I am so excited. So shout out to um, the Murderinos that sent in their emails. Thank you, guys. We're going to read yours first to celebrate. Yay, I can't wait to hear it. This is from Kenna White, and it reads... I'm so glad you asked for ghost stories. (laughs) I just got so nervous. I'll just (laughs) write into it. (laughs) Throughout high school, I would regularly get sleep paralysis, terrifying. And the figure I would see was always a shadowy man with no face. That's terrible. Yes, terrifying. After high school, I moved in with my mom, my older sister, and her husband, and their new baby were living with her as well. I had been living there a few months and my brother-in-law started getting sleep paralysis, seeing the same figure I did. I know it's pretty common for people to see something like that. So it never concerned me until my nephew started talking. He's, aren't kids the creepiest? I'm like, no. Here we go. He started telling my sister about the man with no face who sat in the corner of his room. He told her the man was angry and didn't like his dad. I moved out a little after that and have only had a sleep paralysis experience since. And it wasn't, oh, she's only had one since then. And it wasn't the same figure as before. Wow. I don't know if this is even a real, even a ghost, but it's weird that my brother-in-law, my young nephew and myself saw the same thing. Thanks for sharing our stories. Oh, 
I have full chills right now, like cheek tingles. Yes, he needs to go. Oh. Did you know that it's common for like, so if one person in your family sees a shadow figure, then everybody in that family has the possibility of seeing that same figure. I've heard that. And even generationally. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I hate that. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Kenna. So let's dive into what we think is happening here. So for me, this feels like a man who saw you. It really feels like you were just walking down the sidewalk. It doesn't feel like it was tied to anything else. I don't think it was tied to anything before you. I think he was just here kind of creating a chaos. And so once he saw you, he kind of like clung to you, which is why you would see him in your sleep paralysis. I literally can see him like peeking around the doorway. I just got major chills saying that. Um, And so I think that whenever you moved and were with other people, then he was there saw them and then attached to them knowing that they would be able to see him because it's like his mission to create this like chaos and like scared I agree he seems to like thrive on creating a sense of fear like he wants you to be scared he like thrives on that scared like uncomfortable energy yes and it doesn't even feel like it is a human spirit I feel like it's not I actually I feel like it's not human that's why he doesn't have a face and he's a shadow because he's showing himself like that to you in a way that you almost think that it's a man um but I just lost what I was going to say oh you need to ask him to leave because once you start standing up to him and you're like hey this is my space you're not invited to be here then he's gonna see that he can't really scare you that's what uh, he needs that ability taken from him so that he doesn't continue to bother everybody yes because he's a nuisance he has to yeah oh that whole story just made me feel so yucky Mm -hmm. like girl mm -mm. well i hope that you're not seeing him anymore i hope nobody else is seeing him anymore but it does feel like he might still be lingering here or there And if you happen to feel that same way, then don't be afraid to say out loud, like, this is my space. Nobody is welcome here unless I invite them. And the only people who are invited are my angels or my spirit guides, whichever you prefer. Yeah, I love it. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much for sharing. Do you have anything else to add to that? Who was that again? I forgot the name. Sorry. Kenna White. Kenna White. Kenna, that is terrifying. Thanks for sharing your experience. Um, I'm amazed that you... We're able to sleep at all dealing with that, but I hope that it's over for you. Yeah, for real, hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a shadow figure one time in my dad's house, and it was like looming over my bed, which was Mm-mm. creepy. Yeah, they're creepy. Creeps. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Keep on creeping on. Okay, are we ready to move on? <laughs> Let's do it. Okay. I want you to go first because I have a special surprise at the end of mine. Ooh, okay. I'm so excited. Okay. Let me get my stuff pulled up and then we can dive right in. Okay. I'm ready. If you're ready, are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Just one second. Okay. Ready. I needed some tea. Sorry. 
No, you're great. Okay, we're ready to dive in. And this week, I'm going to be talking about doppelgangers. <gasps> cool! You've seen yeah. them, right? Yeah, so I'm going to talk a little bit about what they are, uh, and then give you some about some doppelganger encounters, including a couple of my own. Yes. So, okay, okay. Okay, so for those of you who, oh, I'm sorry, before I, I guess I dive in, I should give you my sources. I uh, got information, of course, from Wikipedia. I also got a lot of information um, from a great article from Bustle by Nina Khan, all about doppelgangers and um, people who encounter them, and also from an article from bbc.com. So lots of sources this time. So for those of you who don't know, let me pull my notes up because they popped away. There they go. Okay. So for those of you who don't know, doppelganger is obviously it's a, a German word. And basically it's a person who's not related to you, but who looks like you, like not like similar. Well, in the like pop culture sense that we see it today, it is very much similar. Like this person looks just like this person. So they're doppelgangers, but in the um, like, original sense of the word it was basically like a double of yourself that was not related to you oh okay yeah yeah yeah. so you may hear that word like now more commonly but when they're referring to it now they're talking more about like people who look similar yeah so getting into it in fiction and mythology the doppelganger is like um, a bad a, sim a symbol of bad luck and that comes back later on when I'm telling you some of these stories traditionally when you see your doppelganger it's supposed to be like something bad is going to happen no I mean just I mean just thinking about what it would be like I've heard several instances of just like seeing yourself and knowing that like that's not you but you're like seeing your full self in front of you what a weird oof, what a weird feeling yeah it's terrible and it's been around for a really long time so even in ancient egyptian mythology they talk about spirit doubles um uh, in the greek princess they talk about the trojan war and how helen miss helping to stop the war but it wasn't really her it was like a double like it's throughout history throughout tons of different cultures. So to me, it's like a crazy phenomenon, but it's been one of those things that's like not spoken, but everyone knows exactly what it is. Yes. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Yeah. So it's um, not, it doesn't ever feel great. So let me tell you a couple of stories about some people who have encountered their doppelganger or not necessarily their doppelganger but even a doppelganger or somebody they know or somebody they love okay so let me start with our friend john don <laughs> yeah like the most like typical <laughs> name that you could possibly imagine <laughs> that's a name that you make up on the spot <laughs> yeah but it gets better okay he was in 1612 a metaphysical poet what yeah, doesn't that sound like the coolest job in the world? What do they do? Honestly, I don't know. Now I kind of wish cool. that I would have looked that up. Man, that's cool. I got to find out what that means. Yeah, he was a metaphysical poet. <laughs> but he was like uh, well-revered in the community. 
very well respected. Well, on the night that his wife gave birth to their stillborn child, they lost her that night, oh. uh, not his wife, their child, he saw her walking around like a house party that he was at because you know back in the 1600s like men were like not involved obviously yes so he's like good luck with that baby i'll be back later takes off while the baby dies in childbirth and he saw his wife twice while he was there and let me just read you an excerpt because it's chilling so this is what he said he goes off on his own at this party and he comes back he's looking terrible just absolutely horrified they're like what's up and he says i have seen a dreadful vision since i saw you i've seen my dear wife pass twice by me through this room with her hair hanging her shoulders and a dead child in her arms (gasps) it's horrible oh do you think that the uh the cord was still attached Ooh, I don't know, but it's bad. Like I, I got bumps on my arm. (laughs) (laughs) It's horrible. Terrifying! No, I know. Like I'm sorry. Party over. So that is another instance where it was kind of a like bringer of bad news or bad luck. Like he saw her. Yeah. (laughs) He said. So he finishes up by saying like. At her second appearing, she stopped, looked at me in the face, and vanished. Oh, oh! <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. Oh, but oh, no. aside from even that one, there's an even more famous doppelganger encounter that you maybe have heard of. You probably have, um, and it's from President Abraham Lincoln. Have you heard about his encounter? Uh, no. Tell me. So, at one point, he allegedly claimed that he saw a double reflection of himself in the mirror with his face appearing in two separate and distinct images. So, he's looking in the mirror and he sees two images of himself. Ew. I know. (laughs) The worst part is the second face that's there is distinctly more pale and, like, really sickly looking than his actual reflection. Was there a bullet hole? Do you think? No, I don't. I mean, I don't know. It does not. It does they not. They would have said, right? They would have been like, and a bullet hole. Probably. Okay. <laughs> but he definitely did not look well. So he was sharing his experience with his wife, and she was like really worried. And she was like, I think that that second reflection was pale because it's a bad omen. And it meant that Lincoln was going to be able to finish serving his first full term, but he would not live to finish his second. And that was true. Martha, her name was Martha, right? What a straight uh, up G. Mary Todd. Mary, Mary Todd. Mary Martha. Martha Washington. Oh, yeah. Mary Todd Lincoln. <sighs> Whatever. Yeah, I've heard that she had a lot of, of premonitions and things of that nature. Oh, we should try to talk to her. Oh, that would be crazy. I think that we can do it. Okay continue i'm so sorry so no you're great <laughs> so people don't know if that doppelganger was like a warning like hey this is a possibility or if it was like a premonition for like this bad thing is going to happen to you in my opinion i feel like it's more of a warning well it's not like he could have avoid. well he could have avoided getting shot if he didn't go to the play 
I mean, I feel like it's the same thing with tarot. You know, sometimes it gives you a card that's like really bad news, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that bad thing's going to happen to you. It just means that you're on the current path of bad news. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the, I always tell my clients, <coughs> like, it's like, this is the timeline that you're on right now. And at any point you can change whichever way you go. Yeah, that's how I feel. So, I mean, it kind of serves as both because while it's a premonition, it's also kind of Yeah. So that's like a really famous encounter that people have talked about quite a bit. But in a less famous encounter, I myself have had a couple experiences. Now, I can thankfully say I have never seen myself and nobody I know has ever seen themselves. I feel like that's where the really bad vibes come in when you're encountering yeah that's like mega omen yeah bad right yeah but twice so far in my life I've encountered actually I guess three times at this point somebody who I thought was that person and not well I guess let me just tell the story so back in 2014 I was living in Arlington with a friend And while we were living there, he was really sick the whole time. He spent a lot of time in bed. He could barely function. And one night I was in bed asleep and he got up, went into the kitchen to get a drink. And as he was walking back to the bedroom, he passed by a large mirror that was reflecting into our living room. And when he looked into the mirror, he saw me sitting on the couch. He said, I was sitting there. I was wearing a white sweater. My hair was down. I was just chilling. And he walked by, but he was like half asleep. So he was like, I don't know what that was. So he like kept walking. And as he like kept walking down the hallway, he was like, wait, was that Jordan? What is she doing? It's the middle of the night. And so he opened. Mm. (laughs) It's horrible. He opened the bedroom door and I was in bed. I had not left. So after he saw that, he got really sick. He grew up and was like felt really horrible and then uh things got a little crazy after that it's actually a pretty long story that I will elaborate more on someday but essentially uh yeah it was just a really strange experience for him and he was like I saw you but it was not you and that feeling is not good does not feel good no it's bad okay First of all, I am terrified of mirrors. I've said it before and I've said it, I'll say it every time. They're so scary to me. And then at nighttime, and you see somebody sitting in the room behind you at nighttime? Oh yeah. At nighttime? Like it oh. was like straight up out of a horror movie. Like when he told me my whole like body ran cold. Because you just that's not anything you ever want to hear. Like oh. I saw you, but it wasn't you. Like it's oh. not fun. Ew. But I got to repay him the favor because a few years later, different apartment, different city, I was in my room and saw him walk by and outside my room, there was my bathroom and a towel closet. I was like, well, he didn't go into the towel closet, walked into (laughs) the bathroom. No one's in the bathroom. So I'm like, where did he go? I know I saw him full on with my face. No, he was in his bedroom across the house. Didn't you see him in his room one time too? And he wasn't there? He wasn't even yes. home. Yes. In both of those instances, it was never like I brought like a negative feeling or anything. It was almost as if 
like that energy was just repeating itself. It was like almost a replay. And the last instance that I had was with another roommate of mine who I saw walk by my room, walk into her room. I heard her shut her door, but she did not do it. It was not her. She was in the living room. Weird. So all three of those instances feel completely different to me. Yes. Like timeline was just having a little glitch. And it was replaying a scene that had happened a million times before in the same area. Yes. Yeah, you're right. They all feel completely different. Uh, right. And that's the crazy part is like, everyone has it like, benched Mark is like, oh my gosh, a doppelganger is a bad thing yes. and it's horrible. But it can also like, there's so little I think we understand about the timeline and how everything works. That's like, sometimes crazy things happen. And I think that I just happened to experience a couple of crazy things. Well, I mean, right, added to the like list of every other thing. Yeah. But, well, the timeline's not a straight line, even though right. we think it is. Man, Jordan, that's crazy. Yes. So, okay, I'm going to pull up my story. Are we ready to move to mine? Absolutely. I'm so excited. Okay. Uh, Okay, I got it. So this is kind of long, but it's going to be well worth it. This is about an alien abduction. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm so yes. Shout out to my husband because I was like, oh, Adrian, what should I talk about on the next podcast? And he's all aliens. And I was like, cool. So here we are. Yay. So if you're not listening to this, Adrian, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> Good job, Adrian. Good job. Okay, this takes place in Pascagoula, or Gola, I don't know, Mississippi, in the year 1973. So on October 11th, um, shipyard co-workers Charles Hickson and Calvin Parker, um, Charles is 42 and Calvin is 19, which really doesn't matter, but it's like such a shocking age difference to me. And I think it's going to lend itself to like how they both react to this. So that's why I'm... That's why it's here. Okay, okay. So they were fishing off a pier on the Pascagoula River and they saw my page pulled down. Hold on. <laughs> my page scrolled down. It won't scroll up. Technology. Love it. Man, it went down so far. All okay. Day, every day. So they were fishing and they saw two flashing blue lights. And then an oval-shaped craft that was at least eight feet across and eight feet tall. <gasps> that is so scary. Yes. Well, I don't know. It's just, it's so big. Like, Year is this? eight by eight. This is 1973. Yeah, they're terrified. They claimed it levitated like two feet off the ground. Oh, no. Okay, so they see this um, craft appear, and then the door opens, and three alien-like creatures appear. Parker, that's a 19-year-old, claimed that he fainted when he saw them. But Hickson describes them of having no eyes. They had slits for mouths. And then he said it was like a carrot shape where the nose would be and then where the ears would be. (laughs) Can you imagine what the hell, carrots? That's horrible. Like that, I I can't even have a nightmare about something that terrifying. Oh girl, it gets better. Oh no. Yes. So they were like five feet tall. So they were shorter. 
And then he said it looked like their legs were fused together and the end, like where the feet would be, were like elephant-like feet. Oh, oh, and they had no neck and <laughs> and they had um lobster claws for hands. I'm sorry, did he go down a checklist and is like, let's make the scariest sounding creature in the world? <laughs> It's like Zoidberg. Like, <laughs> How does it keep get- honestly, though, yeah. How does it keep getting worse? <laughs> it was so crazy. Oh, oh. And he claimed that they moved like mechanically, almost like a robot. I know, man. It's like he hit the random button on the character creator. Yeah, it's really upsetting to imagine. <laughs> Uh, okay. Anyway, they were obviously abducted. That's what happens next. And while Parker couldn't really remember what happened because remember he fainted, Hickson claimed that he was levitated onto the craft and was scanned by a big football shaped mechanical eye. It was like uh, six to eight inches in diameter. No, thank you. <laughs> that's like, I mean, seriously, when you think about like science fiction movies now, like that's yes. just that's the same type. But like in the seventies, there's not like a huge abundance of like crazy sci-fi imagery. I don't know. I'm, I just like let's just keep going. Okay, keep going. So the eye scanned him. Uh huh. Oh yeah. It Where did. am I at? It oh yeah. Him. Okay, so he couldn't remember much more after that, but. Once he went through hypnotherapy, he recalled a few more details. The men were were released 20 minutes or so later, and the aliens left them back where they originally were on the pier. So the men ran to the car, and they sat there for like 45 minutes trying to calm down. Hickson drank some whiskey, which I was like, okay, and, but it comes back to the story. And they finally got it together and called the United States Air Force because that's who you used to call to report alien sightings. But I guess they got rid of that or something. Okay, how did they know the phone number for that? Um, a phone I mean, book, perhaps. I guess that's not relevant. But oh wait, you could you could have just called the operator. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, we had operators back then, friends. Who do we get to report alien sightings to? I'm not telling anybody because I don't trust them. (laughs) Yeah, you're right about that for sure. It's so funny you say that because when I was like typing this up, I was like, who should we report to? And I was like, nobody. (laughs) Shut your mouth. Yes. Yes, because I don't, I'm going to be honest. I don't trust our government, period. Or people in power, period. What is it? Absolute power corrupts absolutely. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. So yeah, they were released and then they were like freaking out and they called the Air Force and the Air Force was like, oh, sorry, pal, we don't take those complaints anymore. Try the police. So they did. So they get to Jackson County Sheriff's Office around like 1030 p.m. Um, I don't know what time they were fishing. So I don't know why it's relevant, but that's what time they got there. And they supposedly brought their catfish that they caught as proof. <laughs> I guess because they didn't have another way to like prove that they were there. 
whatever. They just wanted to brag about the I fish know. they caught. But like, yeah. I was abducted. Here's my gigantic fish to prove it. Take a picture of me with well, it. Well, fate. <laughs> yes. As they drink a Budweiser. Yes. <sighs> Yeehaw. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, they brought their fish. And then the sheriff, Fred Diamond, so he agreed that they were, like, sh- like shaken up a little bit. But he didn't really believe them at first because, uh, what's his name? The older guy was drinking whiskey, Hickson. Yeah, it's so stupid. Wouldn't you drink? I would. Uh, thank you. Make it a double. At least. So he questioned them. And there is a, quote, secret tape, unquote, because they had microphones hidden throughout the interrogation room that recorded the whole thing. Yes, and at the end of this, I'm going to play a clip of it for you. Are you serious? Yes, bitch! I can't wait to hear it! It's okay, I will say it's low quality, it's hard to understand a little bit, so listen closely, but it's so fucking cool. Okay. So he took them back there and he was like just questioning them repeatedly in different ways, seeing how it matches up, blah, blah, blah. And um, they they just kept repeating the same story. They kept saying, yes, it's real, blah, blah, blah. Then he's like, okay, this will catch him. This will catch him. So the sheriff left the room so that the men could talk amongst themselves because he was like, they'll for sure spill. Like they'll talk about yes and he said that it was in that time that he like truly believed them because of how scared they were what they kept saying things like that yes what what do they have to gain by making it up i don't want money (laughs) you know i feel like people make stuff like up like that all the time but if I made it up, no, because you would have to go to the sheriff o- sheriff's office to get the publicity. Mm. I don't know, whatever. Okay, so 20 years later, Parker, that 19-year-old, he admits that he was lying about fainting, and then he spoke in more detail of what happened. So now we're going to find out what happened. Even though he was paralyzed, he could still see everything, and he was aware of, of all of it and according That's to him terrible. yes no thank you according to him he was laid down and examined by a petite female being she injected a needle at the base of his penis oh. <laughs> like <laughs> sorry <laughs> it's not funny i just imagine her like lifting it up and like And um, <laughs> and then she communicated to him telepathically that he was chosen for a reason, but he didn't know what. So he was scared, obviously. Yeah. But was led outside and left at the pier unharmed. I don't know why they said unharmed because they injected him with a needle, and that's like harm. So yeah, that sounds pretty harmful to me. Yeah, I think agreed. you won't find a person that's like, nah, that's chill. No, no, it's fine. We do it all the time. I mean, (laughs) teach their own, I guess. (laughs) 
So he claimed that 19 years later, he saw the ship again. <gasps> but I guess that's why he came out about it. But voluntarily, so, okay, so this time he got on the ship on purpose. Yes, and he saw that lady again, supposedly. And this time she informs him in English this time that her species would like to live on earth, but it, but cannot due to humans nature of war and destruction, which I totally get it. Right? <laughs> Are you sure you want to come here? Yes. Okay. But this part I find like, I don't think is really true, but he also says that she says, and the aliens believe in the same God as humans and the Bible is an authentic text. Like, why did he have to add that in there? Uh, put that plug in there. Yes, but he was a very religious person, especially after that happened because he was so scared. Like in the interview, you hear him like talking about God a lot. Well, I mean... I think if something really scary like that happened, that's like one of the really possible reactions. You have to cling to something that makes you like, how are you going to make sense of that? You know? Yes. And everybody's entitled to their faith. So if he, I mean, if that's his, then that's great. But I just, I can't really see an alien being like, yeah, what you're saying, like, that's true, man. It's cool. Like, <laughs> Because there's just too many other religions. It's not even like that's the only religion. Right. So, yeah. But the rest of that, I'm like, I don't know. I feel the same way about our world. (laughs) Right. Like, we don't have good luck with being accepting of new things. No. And it's worse now than it was back in the day. For real. So, yeah. can't handle it. That's the abduction of those two men <laughs> that's terrifying and oh that is one of my biggest fears alien abduction yeah i don't know i'm still like i still don't know how where i fall on the like like where i believe in what yet you know yeah for sure there's there's so much okay friends um this is where we're gonna end it so that we can play this recording for you i'm so excited to hear it (sighs) let me say something if you have any stories that you want to send to us if you have any cool alien encounters that you want to send to us then please do so at kate the brave at queen of cups tarot shop perfection and yeah have a good night here's that recording oh yay